February 13th. Welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips, joined here on this fine Tuesday morning, this judgment day of a Tuesday morning by Matt Russell as well as Alex Moretto. So we'll break down everything going on around the NHL right now. The games are ahead of us here tonight on the schedule as there are 11 of them. So we'll dig through yeah, each game that we have bets in. If there are any that we go through or any that we don't go through and you guys have questions about, please make sure to send them in the chat here throughout the course of the show. But before we can get into all of that, recap our day yesterday, recap the record on this season. I want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. And we recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props so that you can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. It is available in iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. If you head on over to the BetStamp app as well and you go to the Find Better section, you can find us in there as Edgework HQ. You'll notice that yesterday, three in one day, bringing us to 233, 227, and five on the season. That's 465 bets, a 7.1% ROI, and we are up 33 units on the year. So great start to the season. I mean, I guess we're about half, we're over halfway through here now. So great first half of the year. Now let's look, we'll look to close this one out pretty strong, continue to build off of what we have throughout the first half of the season, not waver off here, as well as continue to build on what we did last year. But Boys, looking ahead, we got a big day uh, around us here in the NHL. Matt, how's it going this morning? Good. Uh, did you guys have the Wild last night? What was going on with that money line? That didn't really make any sense to me. That was the only thing I had last night. Uh, I don't know. Last night, we, did, we not. did not. No, we had the first period over one and a half in that game. <laughs> of course. Of course you did. Of course. <laughs> of course <you> did. <laughs> um, no, I'm good. Uh yeah, uh, you know, get to sort of now kind of put all the focus or, you know, at least a higher percentage of the focus onto the NHL. Now that, it, you know, that that other little known league uh, has concluded business for, for yet another year. So uh, happy to go kind of full bore with you guys the rest of the way here. That little football thing that they've got going on over there. Foot, yeah, foot sports. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. Know, people seem to like I mean, it's as big as it is. The forward progress team had a great season. Not having as great of a season as the Edgework team currently is. So no, and listen, not to disparage anything they've done, but just course. saying. And I would never disparage it. I, I'm looking forward <laughs> no, to, the, not. to this to the Super Bowl stream going to six hours next year so that I might be able to get an invite <laughs> on. Um not that you know, 120 units in the NFL this season is worth uh joining any sort of um live stream. Uh but we'll just we'll just keep making money over over at the score. Um yeah, I mean, you know, great job by the, those guys. But yeah, they're not they're not edge work, and they're certainly not edge work Tuesdays. I'm no, all for disparaging, not. and um, <laughs> I will disparage every other show on this network because none of them are edge work. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Moretto, how's it going for you? Are you excited this morning? You get to read all of Sen's Twitter, Habs Twitter, going nuts, waiting for this uh, decision to come out later today. Oh God, this. Is... Sends Twitter's a cesspool. Leafs Twitter's a cesspool. Habs Twitter's a it's cesspool. It's all disgusting. It, it, it's almost as if Twitter is a cesspool. Is, if, I was, is the yeah. cesspool. <laughs> if I was um, to venture a hypothesis, right? I think the whole thing. Like, there's a common theme oh, here. You get out the Venn diagrams and it's like, oh, sends Twitter, Habs Twitter, Leafs Twitter, oh, whatever else you want to throw in there. Somehow in the middle, it's are, just all come back to Twitter. There's <laughs> people are taking vacations okay. from their jobs this week just so that they can break down past suspensions and, uh, and you know, decide why the <laughs> Department of Player Safety hates Morgan Riley. I think there's a lot of paid time off going on across the uh, the GTA right now. Um, just everyone's in uproar. I've seen some uh, some pretty crazy breakdowns. And um, frankly, uh, I was I was in the camp of, you know, I still am in the camp of, you know, Greed had it coming, and you're gonna do something like that. I think it's hilarious that Greed did it. Like, I mean, you the know, these unwritten part. rules. Yeah, like I get, yeah. I think it's hilarious. I laugh but at the same every time, time I see the slap shot. I laugh every yeah. single time. Yes, and it's because it's the Leafs, right? If someone does it to the Leafs, I'm, I love it. I, I'm gonna die. It's hilarious, but like at the same time, I also understand like you're gonna have something coming now. Like you're gonna get, and I get it. You, he should get run. That's fine. Someone's gonna go after you. You're gonna defend your, your neck, your whatever. Um, 
You can't just, you know, be letting people disrespect you like that and do nothing about it. I completely get it. It's all warranted from both sides. Hilarious. But now seeing the uproar from the Leafs and the fact that this stuff is like, I've seen like, it's like the Supreme Court of Justice on Twitter right now breaking this past stuff down. <laughs> and I'm, at a point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Throw the book at him. Give him 12 games. Um, just so that I could just see this shit storm continue because I'm I'm very much here for it now. Yeah, I, you and leave off both, man. I, I I like both of you guys, and I have to keep reading both of your tweets of like going further and further down this path where it started of Moretto being like, oh yeah, like five games is much. Now like Moretto's ready to suspend him for the rest of the season. Like I I I got to just deal with this every day. I'm like, <laughs> throw the big throw the big books at him, all the books, throw the whole bookshelf at him. Well, listen, I'll, I'll, you know, I think it's worth mentioning. I put out a poll. Uh, on the weekend, and it was 50-50 on whether uh, uh, Ridley Gregg's shot was uh, a bigger affront to a nation than uh, <laughs> Archduke Franz Ferdinand being assassinated, which was essentially the start of World War I, um, which one was a bigger deal. And it's 50-50 in the poll. So, you know, we're talking about some serious business here when, it, you know, and I, you know, who's on the allies here who's on the central powers like you know I'll let everybody else kind of figure that out for themselves is it a little strange to me that george peros went to princeton and woodrow wilson also went to princeton yeah it is a little bit you know sort of concerning that those two things are, are kind of you know in conjunction and while europe waited for the united states to eventually get involved and you know essentially end world war one by their involvement we're sitting here waiting for another princeton alumni george peros to get involved and essentially you know put uh, put an end to this conflict that we have on the cesspool that is twitter so you know is it world war three the answer as always maybe yeah potentially I mean, look, there's some things I want to just clarify too, as the person who is the Leafs fan, and you guys have seen messages in the group and stuff about this over the last couple of days. First and foremost, I don't actually think this is a conspiracy against the Leafs. I That is a, more of a joke that I just like to add on, especially with you guys. I don't actually think that. I legitimately just have had a problem with George Peros and the way that he's handled things with everyone in the league, like not Leafs specific, everyone in the league over the last however many years that he's been in there. Bluntly, I think he's a moron in how he's handled a lot of these situations and the suspensions and the fines and whatever. And yet again, it's like, here's another situation where all of a sudden the guy's being called for an in-person hearing where you're sitting there just going like, okay, where is precedent of some of these situations or you're pulling up some of these videos and just being like, I'm fine with more Morgan Riley getting the in-person hearing five plus fine. But like for legitimate, the reason of player safety, your, your department name, department of player safety, where was this on the other ones? Right. And it's not about like Morgan Riley doesn't deserve this. And because these other people did, it's just like these other people did as well. And you're, dumbass sitting in there is just spinning a wheel and being like ah, three games okay sounds good for this one like and just move on like there's no consistency here which makes things hard as a fan or a player in the game to understand what you're going to get when these things happen as for the incident itself my thoughts on it would just be Ridley Gregg, he's allowed to do that. I got no problem with that like I saw Sen's Twitter being like all oh, these fans are up in arms over Ridley Gregg like I don't know, maybe some people on, on Leafs Twitter are. That's entirely possible. And based on how fucking soft this fan base is, it's very likely that that's what they're doing. Personally, I don't really give a shit. I agree with both of you guys. It's funny. Every time I've watched it, I laugh too. Like when I watched it in real time, I was like, well, that's like, it's objectively <laughs> funny. Move. The guy went down the ice yeah. and fired a slap shot in an empty net. It is what it is. At the same time, though, if I was watching this as a neutral third party and not a fan of the Leafs, I'd be sitting there being like, well, that guy's going to get jumped. And then now as a fan of the Leafs, I'm sitting there going, this Leafs team never does anything. That guy better fucking get jumped because they never do anything ever pr uh, prior. So now would be the time to jump in and do something. And I'm sitting there being like, all right, you know what? I'm happy that Morgan Riley responded. And again, I've said it. Mm -hmm. I will continue to say it. Should he have cross-checked him in the head? Let's... Probably not, not. <laughs> but at the same time, like Moretto and I talked about it as well. Do you think Ridley Gregg was going to fight Morgan Riley? No, there's you had to likely just go not and take again. A cheap shot. That's all you could do so, because he's not going to do anything. He's just going to the second there was contact, he was going to turtle. 
doesn't do you have to cross check him in the head no but like you no. have to you're gonna you're pissed off you're seeing red you're gonna get your shot in yeah. any way you can basically it was either go in and cross check to the head or just go in and sucker punch him whatever todd bertuzzi like if there was something was gonna happen um because yes. he was just the second it was coming in he was gonna turtle and yeah you have to respond yeah. i i think that not doing anything is just severely damaging to your just like you need a response in in a situation like that there's the fire alarm zach we we were warned there it is <laughs> that's good i'm glad the alarm's off because you know not that i don't love hearing zach's opinion and listen like it's honestly it's 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 credit to zach that i woke up this morning and i didn't think to myself oh god i have to go on a show and listen to a leafs fan's opinion about this hit like because i respect what zach has saying i know that he's not going to be some sort of like rate you know raging lunatic because fundamentally for this entire thing Anytime I see, you know, honestly, most of the mainstream media talking about it, I just kind of think of two words. And it's honestly, it's it's grow up. And, and, and Alex, like, I see your point as far as, like, the expectation of Greg that he would have to answer for this. But the fact that the thing that is this is shooting into an empty net as if, like, we're defending, like, our territory with this. You know, it's not even shooting on the goaltender late where it's like, well, he's not expecting it. He might take it in the neck and like, there might be some sort of injury. And it's this team that, you know, and I think Zach can attest to this whenever the fire alarm dies down, dies down that we're good. Um, <laughs> like, you know, it's a Mike Tallman thing, right? It's like, keep the main thing, the main thing. The main thing is never the main thing with the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? The idea that this is the thing that you're supposed to stand up for, like enough is enough. You've slap, you know, taken a slap shot into our empty net. Like now, all of a sudden, like we're going to be the tough guys about it. Like the weird thing is, everybody's kind of like ragging on the other four guys who didn't like come in instantly. <laughs> yeah, I kind, I, I kind of don't even like blame them because honestly, if I was on the team, I'd be like, man, our guys getting crazy mad about something that like nobody gets mad about in that kind of way in any other sport. And so the whole concept of retribution for what he did and the idea that he has to like expect some sort of immediate retribution is really, really antiquated and kind of the whole point of the suspension here, I think, because the suspension, whatever it ends up being, is going to act as a deterrent so that this stuff doesn't happen going forward. And just because it used to happen doesn't mean that it's like part of this code and people talk about like a code, like I want to blow my head off. like. It, that's all just such bullshit. Like it doesn't have to be this barbaric attitude, right? Like we don't need to keep doing this over and over and over and over again. Like all these other sports get by just fine without this kind of nonsense. Like, yeah, when a guy like does a windmill dunk at the buzzer to go from, you know, a five point lead to a seven point lead, do we like walk over to him and be like, yo, you're a clown, blah, 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 blah. If like, you do that with two seconds left in a game, yeah, you do. Cause normally teams are just going to be running the clock out at that point. So I, I disagree. Yeah, you get, no, but you get, oh, hold on. Let me finish though. Like you get yeah. that. You don't get a guy like grab a stick and come over and like club him with it. Right. Like, but there would you know, be, or, but if someone did that with two seconds left in a game, five seconds left in a, it's when you talk about it as just like, yes, a guy shot the puck hard into an empty net. It sounds ridiculous. Of course it sounds ridiculous it when you separate ridiculous. it from, but when you think about what have, that means, it, it's not just a guy shooting a puck hard into an empty net. It is a deliberate I mean, act of disrespect. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Of course. We beat you. You know, and suck yeah, on this NH, and just basically NH. go in there and just giving them the double birds. Totally. You're going to respond. And it's not just right. like someone right. shooting hard into an empty net. It's I, I do. I know you can say what you want about the code and this no and that. Different. But like someone disrespects you in, you know, on your home eyes in front of your Which whatever face, everything like that. Time and every You're going to respond. Are, it's just human nature. Each other. People are. <laughs> but it's not because it's not what happens in literally any other sport. And it's only accepted because like this the nhl wasn't seen as like a legitimate sport for the first like, but it would happen in every sport if someone goes and not drills a, patrick not, mahomes out of bounds late everyone's getting in there and you're gonna there's gonna be a fight there's gonna be something it's like when you have to like there isn't, quantify it it's like, this is nobody different like than like a touchdown hit. celebration it's not like some guy's just celebrating it a isn't. touchdown or like celebrating a big dunk thing. 
It's the exact it's, same thing as that. Because you're, it's, you're, it's, it's not, it's really not. It's, I disagree. Exactly I really don't that. think it is. It's only because of the, the internal culture that they, that hockey has had for so long that makes that some sort of thing. This isn't somebody getting hurt. If somebody gets run, punched, whatever, listen, like as a, as a, you know, the Canucks fan of my youth, right? I lived through the Bertuzzi thing, which that was a, a response to uh, Marcus Naslin getting hit in an uncomfortable position by a Colorado Avalanche player, right? If it's a matter of like physical safety and somebody running your player and defending the honor of another player, like I am absolutely down for whatever. We're talking about shooting a puck into the net, which is the exact same thing as celebrating because you're, you know, you're, you're, you're downplaying you're playing... it too much. You're, you're not looking um, at the, the right examples because you're no. looking at like the, it would be the equivalent of someone scoring a touchdown with like a guy instead of like running the clock out instead of taking they a knee. They do it all the time. But then that there's the there's equivalent. repercussions. People retaliate. No, there isn't. A guy hits a, a guy hits a grand slam late and celebrates it like a jackass. Got dugouts are gonna clear. Benches are gonna clear. People but are gonna swarm onto the, the field. Baseball that happens in every them. sport. Nobody takes but they get beans. The guy not, throws the ball like at him. He's murdering then, the guy. He cross-checked him into the head. He's, Greg's going to be okay. I promise you Greg is going to be okay. Oh, and it I'm wasn't that not. bad. And honestly, I it's don't, not I like don't he's do... sitting there like, oh, you know, like lumberjacking him down. It was it was that little cross-check to the head where Greg, you know, made it look way worse with, than it was. I don't agree with suspending people based on the on what like whether they're injured or not. I I, I think people should be suspended based on the act. But like Agreed the way that this goes down where you get to sort of, you know, have your cake and eat it too, is you don't go over and you, you know, sort of full weight cross check him in the head. Like you can body check, you can cross check him in the, in the, in the ribs if you like, right? Like that's where the suspension is coming from here. And the point is the suspension is going to be in an effort to eradicate that sort of thing that is somewhat premeditated is in there's two to three to four seconds after the act happens that you can't just go over and hit the guy. And the expectation that Ridley was like, had to be ready for it while true, right? Because that's the thing that makes it funny because but, but we no know enough. Be no, let me finish. Let me finish. We know. No, I know. That, I know you're not. And I'm not saying I'm not even just, I haven't, I've yet to disagree with you outside of the fact that like going forward five, 10, whatever years from now, as we evolve as society, as a sporting society here with this league, that is, you just refuses to catch up to the rest of the world is that like, the fact it's funny that we we watch him do it and we all think to ourselves like yeah this is not going to go well and riley obviously takes it way too far which is the whole point of the suspension and nobody sort of disagrees with the idea i shouldn't say nobody because there are obviously lunatics out there like nobody you know most people don't think you know most people think that he should get suspended right and so like if you told me he gets suspended for 10 games, like I wouldn't be surprised because like, it's just a really bad look optically. And none of the comparisons as far as like, it's not that he got cross-checked in the head. It's the premeditation to it all, right? This isn't the same thing as like, everybody's battling in front of the net and he gets cross-checked, et cetera, et cetera, right? All the examples that I've seen so far, like do not apply to this situation. And so like, it's just sort of like predicting the future here as far as like what they're going to do in order to make this sort of, honestly, make an example out of this right in the same way that they've done with the other you know few incidents that have happened outside of sort of the I think realm you're taking of it too you're going too far with it it's like getting too deep now i just think at the end of the day actions have consequences someone disrespects you in front of your face you're going to stand up for yourself it's just human nature and you but should and you... if you don't then you're setting a precedent for people to continue to do that someone cuts you off in traffic okay fine you know what you're going to be a little bit upset you're not going to go out there and attack them someone cuts you off and then gets out of the car flips you off and spits on your windshield, you're probably going to lose your shit. And I think you should lose your shit because I don't have and people are, when people act like morons and run around like morons in an, in an effort to just disrespect you, you are going to retaliate to that. And you are going to have something to say about that. And I think that's what it boils down to. Did Riley go about it in the best way? Not necessarily. Is he going to get suspended for it? Sure. He deserves to whatever, but like at the same time, greed can't expect to go do that and have nothing happen. That's basically all it boils down to. I'm not saying Riley went about it in the right way, or whatever, but I like the fact that he re retaliated and he responded. And I think Greg had needs someone needs to respond to him when he does something like that. And that's basically that's all I'm it's trying just, to say. That's basically it. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like the act itself, because there was no sort of physical element to it, where like, you know, you're listen, I love the examples, they're hilarious, but like 
cutting somebody so off in much. traffic is legitimately dangerous and you could die, right? Like somebody bleeping on your on your the hood of your car, like that is a <laughs> that is a way bigger deal than this. Like honestly, a slap shot to the net is no in the net is no different than calling somebody an MF on the ice, right? Like these guys are disrespecting each other all the time with the chirping that goes on the ice, but because it's not sort of broadcast nationally in the moment, like we don't think anything of it, right? Like kids who are watching the game, they just assume nobody's saying anything on the ice. Right. Imagine miking up and not editing it and then showing like a kid the, the stuff that's said on the ice in the NHL. You'd be like, this is insanity. Like you would never, ever do that. Right. And this is this that this metaphorical met middle finger or double middle finger, if you will, is the thing that like, you know, is the is the broadcast nationally thing that is sort of the that disrespect. Right. And so, like, yeah, they are. He is disrespecting them. But like, it's no different than like, you know, the school kid, you know, getting you know, his Play-Doh taken away from him and then going over and like grabbing some scissors and stabbing it in the leg, right? Like the, the punishment doesn't necessarily fit the crime and a cross check doesn't necessarily fit the crime of shooting a puck into the net. And obviously like an antiquated point of view where it's like, we can't, you know, we must protect this house, that type of stuff. Like, yeah, like the NFL stuff, like you mentioned, right? Like that would have gone way worse 20 years ago. Any of those sort of examples as far as like celebrating touchdowns, dunking, right? Like the NBA, like dunking that ball with, you know, seven point lead late. Like that would have gone way, way worse in 1988, yeah. right? So like, yeah. I, I guess my point is, is like, are, are we in 1988 still in the NHL? Or we have, have we moved on? Can we catch up to the rest of rest of these leagues, right? And again, if we're talking about a guy getting hit from behind or whatever, like beat the living bleep out of him, man. Like go nuts. Like I think we're forgetting here. Like the point here and, and what I was mentioning with, you know, for Zach and the Leafs and the main thing being the main thing, it's like the physical sort of elements where they're supposed to fight back they don't do and now they use the example of the guy shooting it in the net to be like well that's where it stops like we can't have that like we can be physically dominated all the time and intimidated and such to the point where we lose in the playoffs every spring but like if you dare shoot a puck like 20 kilometers harder than we you know sort of would like into the net like that's the final straw like that's the that's the fake stuff in all of this right i'm not going to argue it anymore there's no point and we've beaten it to death doesn't matter i disagree with what you're saying that's not what it is but it doesn't make a difference jh is right in the chat there's 11 games we got a lot of bets yeah let's just totally. yeah yeah all right, well, let's get to the games here. We do have a bunch ahead of us tonight. So let's first uh, and foremost start with where you guys are at in the St. Louis Blues, Toronto Maple Leafs game here tonight. The Leafs are hosting the Blues. They will be without Morgan Riley tonight against St. Louis. Uh, the Leafs are, are minus sure? 191 here. Best price available against the Blues coming in plus 170 and a total of six and a half right now. Murdo, we'll go to you first. Uh, in terms of where we're at with this money line price and this total right now is there anything that you'd be looking to bet on uh there is not i know my uh fellow co-host here has a bet in this game i um i i think the i i'm just i i can see so i'm not going to ruin uh russell's pick um i can see where his i'll let him kind of feel this one but i can see where his logic is coming from here for sure um I, you know what why don't you go with your pick and then i'll kind of give my thoughts on why i i just couldn't quite get there that right. felt like last week when I wasn't paying attention and Zach threw me the ball and I didn't know what game that we were talking about. And but instead of just admitting it, Alex just went like 30 seconds. Well, I don't know uh, why. He, I know saying, what game he's talking about. I, I, I know he's I, talking I, about the Leafs game. I'm just like, I didn't know why he threw to me because I was like, wait, Russell's the one that has the bet in this game, not me. So why am I like throwing you first here? I knew. That's what it was like last week because I know that he said the name of the teams and when he said the name of the teams last week I immediately shut my brain off because I was like I yeah. don't have a bet on that and then he was like Russell what do you think and I was like uh, uh I well I, we I think I'm neutral on this under. game actually I thought we were talking about a Moretto under so I stopped paying attention but I came yeah. in and I was like listen I, I'm not I'm not sure uh, oh listen, this isn't I mean the logic <laughs> is the logic right like it's 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 why Zach is afraid at any given moment that the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to trade a first round pick from some janky defenseman that like he has no regard for right it's that the Leafs need a defenseman <laughs> so badly that that might actually happen and the sort of you know overarching issue and I think why everybody's getting so concerned about what the length of the suspension is is that the Leafs can't really afford to just be without Morgan Riley for like 10 games here 
right? And that in the back of Zach's mind is that the Senators all of a sudden on a low-level heater and Riley being out might lead to some sort of switch in the standings here, you know, body switch, you know, style here, Freaky Friday, where the Senators are the team that ends up, you know, getting boosted into a wild card spot. No, and let's maybe... be real. Okay, hold no, on, hold okay, on, hold on. We don't have to argue this. That's not the team I'm worried about. I'm not worried about the Senators. I know, I know, I know. Get <laughs> worried, buddy. But, fundamental, <laughs> but the fundamental point is, right, it's measuring the Leafs without Morgan Riley and their implied win probability against an average team, of which the St. Louis Blues are the averagest of average teams, right? Where you look at them and you go like, I don't think this team's any good. And then you look at the standings and you're like, wait a sec, they're in the playoff spot or close to it, right? Like the St. Louis Blues are purely an average team. And so we're talking about a Toronto Maple Leaf team here who's, you know, we're talking like minus 200 almost. Like, what's the latest on this? Um, the Blues were plus 179 on sort of open. That's kind of dropped down in the plus 170 160 range you know so i'm gonna i'm gonna dock the leafs essentially a five percent implied win probability for games played against an average team without morgan riley if i do that then the blues at plus 170 and even a little bit better than or even worse than that you know almost really down to plus 150 are going to be a bet for me when he's not in the lineup here and since he's you know got a team of lawyers working around the clock for him to sort of be able to, to only get suspended for five games. I don't believe that he's playing tonight. And therefore I think this number is just fundamentally wrong. Does it mean the Leafs can't win the game? Of course not. Right. Maybe they have taken this leadership from Riley and it's a boon to the rest of the season and they, you know, Shorzy never lose again. You know, I doubt that, but I'm just looking from a value perspective. I don't even really think it's a disgusting brother. It's a rare. Sure, I was going to say, should, I was going to say, non... should we play the disgusting clip there? I don't think we should. Right? I, and think, it's like I a... think that was fair to not play it. And just sort of, yeah, think about it that way, where it's just like, man, a plus 170, where like we haven't queued Wom's Gans, you know, and Cousin Greg. Yeah. That's where we are with our, with this situation. So, you know, again, my, um, best I, yeah, yeah. Numbers, but... It would be blues or nothing for me here, too. So I, I agree with that. I don't necessarily know that it's been fully adjusted for the the percentage points like win probability you have to dock them without morgan riley because especially when you consider that's already like a problem area um they don't necessarily have cluster injuries on the blue line but they have just a cluster of not good defenders on the blue line um so when you take out one of their only good ones it obviously like you know it kind of amplifies things a little bit more that being said um the blues are just not a team that i am comfortable backing right now i think that they are kind of dog shit and playing well above um what the numbers suggest i don't think this is a good hockey team and i do think the other shoe is going to drop at one point and then you also have to get narrative here and like the Leafs are such a stupid team that with riley being out you know they're just going to go on like a four or five game win streak yeah, and totally. like honestly i want no part of that so yeah that's why i'm just kind of staying off this completely oh it's certainly Wait, possible uh, but at minus 180 i'm certainly not yeah, be interested yeah. In it, right does anyone know why riley's not playing tonight just so okay so here's what happened so <laughs> yeah all right all right all right all right and austria-hungary First bet locked in there, plus 170 on the St. Louis Blues money line. Again, we'll recap all the picks at the very end. We do have a bunch to get through today, so don't worry. We'll continue to go through those, and we'll, we will recap all of them at the end. But uh, you know what? For the sake of comedy here, why don't we go to the other team uh, that had a player involved in the incident that we oh. spent uh, opening the show about? The Sens here hosting the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Russell, do you remember in the chat when I asked Zach specifically to start with the Ducks game for us tonight? <laughs> And here we are, thirty minutes into the show, we still have not talked about the Ducks or the Habs. All right, let's go to let's go to the let's in, go to Columbus. In fairness, Columbus nobody really right thought that we were ever going to start with the Ducks and the Habs, uh, or even God. talk about them at all. I was Zach teased that up. I'm like, oh, this guy's not even reading my messages, man. Do you want to go to the Ducks game? Do you want to go to the? I would Ducks like to go to the Ducks right game up? before the Ducks are okay. uh, before the Ducks are favored. I would like to lock in a Ducks bet here. Um, we're already we've already lost like eight cents of value since the show started. Uh, we talked about Morgan Riley for twenty five minutes, and now we're at a point where the Ducks are plus one hundred two on pity. They keep taking money. Um, yeah, Ducks good to plus one hundred tonight. Uh, basically, that's just lock that in now, and then uh, we'll get to the reasoning after. But um, yeah, this was uh, this was I, I kind of had my eyes on the Ducks or the under here. Um, we're getting Caden, Caden Primo in net for Montreal. And uh, basically, Montreal is playing garbage hockey. And the only time they're getting wins is when Montebo is kind of standing on his head. And the Ducks are playing a little bit better right now. Defensively, they've kind of shored things up quite a bit. Um, they're looking actually competent on the back end. Montreal is not looking competent on the back end. Jordan Harris, who's, 
I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say Jordan Harris is worth much uh, to this win probability, but like he has low-key been a pretty good defensive player for this team, and he's obviously out in cuss tonight. Um, we've got Caden Primo in net. So, yeah, this I just don't – I think this is sort of a hashtag wrong team favored situation. Uh, should be much closer to a pick em. Uh, I liked it a lot when we were getting plus 115 when Caden Primo was announced as the first guy off. I like it a little bit less at uh, plus 102 here, but there are some plus 110s available, plus 100s available. I would go all the way to plus 100. Um, obviously, shop around, get the best price you can. <laughs> I figured out where the disconnect was. The last message that I had read about it said – need goalie confirmation i didn't see the goalie confirmation message <laughs> you said oh baby and then i responded with i'm betting the ducks it's caden primo <laughs> just glossed over that one just god what a morning sorry boys um well there you go things, okay plus one plus one oh two I've been on the phone with lawyers all morning trying to sort out this suspension. Um, <laughs> Matt, what are your thoughts on this uh, Ducks-Habs game tonight, or do you have any? <laughs> um, I don't. I really don't. I mean, other than just, yeah, I'm with Alex as far as, like, Caden Primo, what does he mean to the money line, right? And if he's a 5% sort of win probability downgrade, then the Ducks certainly become a bet for me at anything with a plus in front of him. So um, I'll trust Alex's you know, knowledge of the Habs to – to, to, to sort of tell me right now that Caden Primo is in fact that sort of a downgrade. And, and, and you know, I, so I can't argue with him on this on this yeah. point. And it's not necessarily like a full knock on Caden Primo, who's actually, if you look at his numbers, has been solid. Very small sample size this year, though, because obviously the Habs keep running this three-goalie rotation um, and Montembeau is a starter in it. So when you kind of have two backups, you're only going to get so many games. He hasn't played a ton this year. He has played decently. Um, but, like, kind of numbers just not great and the fact that Montembeau is like coming from up here like Montembeau has been nothing short of pretty much fantastic this season so it's a downgrade in the sense where like he's just nowhere near uh, Montembeau's level so yeah definitely ducks plus money anything um I really did want to be on an under in this game but unfortunately I just can't I can't do that now with uh with um with Gaten Primo all right fair enough well we'll lock in the uh, the ducks money line but um, Reto, I'm going to go back to you here. We'll go back to the game. Right, we briefly stop by and then skip, jump past. I understand why. That's my bad. I apologize. Uh, but we do get that plus money number. Let's go back to the Columbus Blue Jackets Sens game here tonight, where the Sens are favored at home, minus 176. The Blue Jackets currently sitting plus 164. You're looking at a side in this game. Which side and why? Do we play the clip now? Now can we play the clip? Ooh. Is this Hell where you yeah. want the clip? The disgusting feathers. Don't, don't call us that. There you go. Yeah, we're, uh, we're on Columbus tonight. Um, I know the Sens have been playing some really good hockey, but uh, Columbus has um, seen a bit of an uptick in their game as well. Um, we're getting Anton Forsberg. Honestly, the Sens just defensively and goaltending-wise are just not playing well enough to uh, to warrant this kind of price tag. Um, Plus 160-ish I uh, would look for. So you can definitely, that's pretty widely available. Um, see, there's like a plus 164 there at FanDuel as well, which is a really nice look. Um, just just a bit too long. Um, not a huge edge here. Maybe could be, honestly, like would consider this probably more of a half unit play uh, than a full unit play. But like, yeah, Ottawa just, despite the fact that they are better and the underlying numbers have been a bit better um there's the fire alarm that's a is this like a Kanish situation where like the dog barks and you know that um the dog is going to be good in that game and this is kind of where fire alarm that means the dog is good here hopefully i was hopefully hoping it was a department of player safety uh, uh notification <laughs> i was I saw that. If that I have to hear Peros's voice throughout my apartment this morning, I, I, I'm just logging off. <laughs> Gone. Is there is there a greater form of disrespect than the Leafs losing to Ottawa on Saturday, and then Alex coming in and saying the Senators are not playing well enough to warrant <laughs> not getting bet against the Columbus Blue Jackets? Like that's the biggest affront to this whole thing is that the Leafs. No, but are I don't think he's wrong though. <laughs> I'm not saying that he is wrong. I'm saying like it's not. It's not. The Sens are in a, a leave it all out there situation every time they get on the ice against the Leafs. It's like uh, this is our cup, and you know respect to them. I feel you said that it, too. not me. I feel that too. You said um, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, Columbus is Columbus is playing some some decent hockey, um, generating a a bit more offense that we've kind of seen from them in the past. And uh, yeah, I just don't think this. I think this is a little bit too high. 
All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll lock that in there as well. We got another play here for tonight. I did play that at a half unit for tonight's game. Now we'll continue to move on. Other games ahead of us here. We got the Washington Capitals hosting the Colorado Avalanche tonight. Washington plus Oh, this is an plus 154. <laughs> uh Colorado minus 165. Matt, what are you looking at in this game? I'm going to play the dog here with the Capitals here. There's, you know, a handful of percentage points of value um, on Washington. Colorado is this kind of fascinating team for me. Like, I understand the branding, you know, cup champs from a couple of years ago. But, like, when are they going to actually beat somebody good? Now, obviously, they're not, you know, the Capitals aren't necessarily a team that's good. Um, but, you know, I, I can recall it's like a month ago that, you know, it was one of these TSN panels or whatever, right? And they're like, well, who do you think should be the favorite to win the Stanley Cup? It was almost like unanimous that it was Colorado. And it's just like, I mean, I get maybe one guy kind of chipping in with a lookout for Colorado, but like, are we positive that this team is like unanimous levels above everybody else? And then, of course, basically since then, like they haven't beaten anybody any good. Now, again, Washington isn't necessarily anybody any good, but like you're going to be hard pressed to find a team that has lost four straight games, come into a team that, by the way, Washington's actually playing pretty well. Ovechkin's actually scoring, which when he's scoring, right? Like the Capitals are quite obviously a big, uh, you know, a much better team than when he's not. Um, and we're talking about a price here that's like up over plus 150 for the home dog. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be interested in the Capitals here. I mean, maybe the Avalanche are sort of going to you know, pull up their socks having lost a bunch of games on this road trip. And listen, they are favored, so they technically probably will win. But not really all that much different from the St. Louis-Toronto situation here where it's like, yeah, I got a couple of extra sort of implied win probability points here uh, in the favor of Washington. And Colorado isn't playing pretty particularly good hockey. Uh, so I'm going to try it with the home dog. All right, well, we'll lock in the Capitals there, plus 154. Uh, yet another dog here play for tonight, so continue to add to our portfolio. And again, we will recap every single bet at the very end of the show. Half units, full units, let you know what prices we got them at, all that kind of stuff. So make sure to stick through all the way to the very end. And if you haven't already, hit that like button here on the channel. Subscribe to the show subscribe to the channel we're trying to get to 5,000 subscribers here by playoff time you guys helped us out get to 2,000 we blew past 2,000 got to 2,500 why stop there what like why stop there why stop at 2,500 when we could just go to 5,000 so 10 continue to do that we have a 10k honestly what like just keep Get, let's get those numbers up there's a lot of new content coming to the channel can uh including different video breakdowns of reactions to trades injuries all that kind of stuff as well as watch alongs first watch along coming this thursday we're going to be doing that against uh for the habs game this thursday night i'll be doing the one chip challenge on that broadcast so that should be great as well uh and as well if you guys are interested in having that make sure to vote in the poll that's up in the chat right now we did put that up there for people to uh to let us know what your thoughts are on how you want to see the thursday watch along do you want the full game do you want just starting in the third period and right now, overwhelmingly, 70%, 69% nice of voters are saying full game stream. So oh, we'll, we'll game. get that stuff top, sorted top, out. Tough top, top break on the poll there. That's a tough break uh, on the poll there. Uh, rounding error. Round, there's a rounding error in there. If you and also, yeah. if you tune in later today to Edgework, there will be, uh, I think Zach is going to put out a solo three-hour reaction video to the Morgan Riley suspension of him just breaking shit in his room when I don't know. announced it. It was like seven games. Alex, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I cleared my schedule. I just thought we were going on this podcast until the uh, announcement. Until the out. game? Just lying. Yeah, I gotta, my, my afternoon's wide open. Like We're only on game, what, three out of 11. I thought we were sort of stretching this out six hours style like the Super Bowl uh, deal, right? Is that, uh, is that not what we're doing? No. no, no, that'll not be happening. Okay, um, <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody wants to hang um, out this afternoon, I'm free. <laughs> well, I'll probably will have a reaction video out at some point. And then as well, <laughs> on top of that, I will be live later today uh, on the Leafs channel reacting to the inevitable loss to the Blues here tonight as minus 200 favorites and the Morgan Riley suspension. So there will be 
a lot of that from myself today. So That's don't worry. Don't worry. There will be enough, plenty of Leafs coverage from We're me. saving suspension um, predictions for the end of the show, right? To keep everybody hanging in? Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. exactly. exactly. Got to tease it, Zach. I don't know. And, I don't know. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, Zach. But we got to yeah. tease that type of stuff, right, buddy? We got to just. Well, I, I'm sure in. it'll it won't be a discussion point on tomorrow's show either. So with well, myself, you know Moreno, and Albert, who also I'm not on that disagreed show, with Zach, us. Okay? Yes. They only dust me off Fair. for Tuesdays. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll continue to move on here. Uh, next game we'll take a look at is the Bruins Tampa Bay Lightning game here tonight in Boston. Minus 151, Tampa plus 140, and a total of six right now. Moretto, how is it that you're approaching this game tonight? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of wanted to get in on a, on a Tampa bet, but we just couldn't quite get there and uh, i'm there little... i'm with you on that yeah they've taken some money one... too since i was hoping for like yeah. i was where it was overnight i was like oh yeah i'll be on tampa and it just took some money and it kind of got uh bet down quite a bit so yeah, just not quite there but it would be tampa or nothing for me um but uh i am on the under in this game and i think uh getting plus money at six here is a good look there were some minus 126 and a half that were bought up um but yeah, the plus money six. Uh, I think the plus money six of pity, right? Yeah, that's that's good yeah. for for me there. Um, honestly, just neither team really lighting things up offensively. Uh, kind of he heavily reliant on some power play stuff. Um, both teams pretty good on the penalty kill though, which is nice. Uh, Bruins second last in the NHL and expected goals at five on five last few weeks. We've really seen their offense sort of dry up a little bit. Um, and again, small sample size, but you want to be reactionary to this stuff. You don't want to be late to like catch up with these trends. Uh, kind of want to see how it's a long season teams kind of go through these different periods so when you start noticing something like that um these things tend to stick around for a little bit and the way the bruins right now are generating offense uh, they're not doing it at a high rate lightning kind of the same thing bottom 10 as well um they're both bottom half of the league since the start of the year uh last few weeks we're kind of seeing them play a little bit tighter as well which is typically around this time of year when it starts to happen um you typically start to you typically start to see teams uh you know sort of hone their game a little bit, focus on, you know, doing the little things right. Um, we're getting into, you know, serious territory, if you want to, you know, call it that kind of a little bit of a home stretch, um, playoff push, That's cheating right. push, yeah. et cetera. Uh, yeah, last 30 days, both top 10 defensively at five on five in terms of expected goals and chances allowed. Um, and the offense has sort of dried up. So I don't think we should be getting plus money on these sixes. Um, if, you know, you are able to find a, a reasonably juiced six and a half, which is like minus 120-ish, minus 125, I don't think those will pop again, but... But yeah, plus money six is uh, is fine by me as well. So got a got an under bet here. All right, we'll grab that under at plus money. Um, the chat, I appreciate the chat. This is a pretty funny comment. Forty two minutes later, we finally get an under. Like these guys are just waiting all all show for Moreto <laughs> unders to come in. <laughs> like what the fuck? Where are the unders? <laughs> uh, all right. Which games do I get to watch and just hate myself yeah. for watching? Yeah, just hoping yeah. nothing happens. Misery and boring. Can't wait. Could be worse. Uh, well, if you do enjoy the show, you do enjoy the picks, and you are happy that unders have finally been given out, please hit that like button here on the stream. Um, and also, I do apologize to everyone for the alarm. Uh, I apologize to Moretto and Matt. I'm sorry, guys. I will not be doing this from here tomorrow if this is supposed to continue on. Like, this is two days in a row, and I want to strangle somebody every time I hear it go off. So, <laughs> like, Morgan Riley cross-checked to the head to the person well, running this downstairs. That's what I'm going to do I on missed, my way out of the building. I missed one of these a month ago for the exact same reason. And I was, like, I was sick that week, but I was like, well, listen, I'll come on the show and, like, listen to whatever the boys have to say and maybe chip in. And then all of a sudden the, the fire alarm started going. So, I, you know, you guys recall, like, it was an hour before the show started. And I was like, yeah. I can't as a guest come in and just have it like beep in left, right, and center. Like you're in such a more yeah. difficult position than than I was. I could just not show up. You uh, you kind of need to be here to sort of contain Moretto and I's tomfoolery and <laughs> and nonsense. <laughs> Yeah. and it, it's a regular too like there's no like oh i know every 10 minutes it goes or 15 minutes it's like right 45 minutes and then five minutes later and then not for two hours so i i apologize yeah. it's the george Perros right. of uh smoke detector <laughs> yes it is yes it is uh all right let's go over to the uh the canucks game here tonight i want to hop ahead to the canucks blackhawks uh where the the Canucks are coming in minus 260 on the road against the Blackhawks tonight. So money earlier in the chat was saying just no Chelsea dagger tonight. Fair enough. If we're going to look at this game, 
Matt, I'll let you take it. I know you don't have a bet here, but I'm going to go to you first and foremost because these are, along with so many, your Canucks. And for those of uh, you in the chat who have adopted them, I'm sure they want to hear from some Canucks fans on their thoughts on the team and uh, where they're at heading into this game tonight. I had to chirp uh, so money. Hopefully he doesn't take it as a, a double middle finger uh, point of disrespect um, because he mentioned that on Twitter that uh, he was content with the Canucks getting three out of six um, points on the, uh, you know, during this road trip, completely forgetting, or at least sort of seemed like you forgot that they went into Carolina and won in the first game out of the all-star break. And we're of course five out of eight points, which, you know, is a perfectly reasonable thing here. Fundamentally, I mean, the Canucks need to get the two points here. There isn't really much any, you know, anything more that you need to sort of say here from a money line valuation perspective, like the number's about right, right? Like slightly, you know, valuing, you know, obviously towards, maybe not obviously, but like towards the Blackhawks. Why would you ever necessarily want to bet on the Blackhawks, right? Like they are sort of on the no bet list by and large, certainly against top flight teams who, you know, as much as the Canucks didn't get those three points, right? Where, you know, I think was, uh, what was uh, the one loss? Oh yeah, the, oh, by, by the way, speaking, like I meant, to, I meant to mention this. So this is why, this is where I was going with this. My guy's scores on the Red Wings scores a, a penalty shot winning goal in overtime. So not a shootout goal. And starts hitting people with the gritty across the ice. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't want to restart it, you know, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just, I'll leave that to everybody. Like, where's the gritty versus slap shots on FDN? That's all I'm going to say. Um, no, uh, there's no value on this game. Like, fingers crossed. I hope, you know, God knows we shouldn't need fingers crossed for the Canucks to win a game uh, against Chicago here. Um, so, yeah, no play for me. Um, long live whatever the Canucks are doing here uh, in their last game of the road trip. You know, hopefully we get uh, what, seven out of seven out of ten. Is that the number? See, we start getting into all these. Ex- yes, it would be seven points and out of ten on the five yeah. game road trip. Yeah, yeah. That should that should content uh, so money. That should content. Yes. So yeah, and then you, maybe you can avoid a cross check to your head from so money, as it <laughs> seems like he's saying in the chat there. Uh, Moretta, where uh, you do have a bet in this game, what is it that you're looking at? Are you getting disgusting tonight? Come on. Um, I would, uh, I would never disrespect Matt and so money by getting disgusting with the Blue Jackets <laughs> against the Canucks. I just, I'm just gonna silently cheer for the Blackhawks tonight because, um, hey, we have our Oilers Pacific future. So a uh, Chicago win here would be fantastic. Oh, hanging on to those. I'm all for it. Um, don't expect it, though. Uh, I do have an over in this game, though. I mentioned kind of how I think you have to sort of be reactionary a little bit, um, maybe react a little bit quicker to things you're noticing. And I'm still like a firm believer in the Canucks as an under team. Uh, I've been I was on their unders the last two games as well against Detroit. We didn't get that one home on Saturday, unfortunately, but we did on Sunday against uh, was it, uh, Washington, I believe. Um, I'm not like advocating for throwing away sample size and long-term data, but like, I think obviously it still needs to be factored in heavily, but you have to be kind of willing to adapt and adjust here, uh, especially in like a long NHL season. So yeah, the the Blackhawks have kind of changed the way they've been playing a little bit. Um, I think we've seen them sort of throw caution to the wind, uh, kind of playing with a bit more reckless abandon right now, and their games have shifted heavily. The scores haven't exactly reflected that, which is why I think we're still getting a bit of value here with these totals at five and a half. Um, they're often offensively, they have ticked up quite a bit. You look at the last month, they are like middle of the pack in terms of chance creation of five on five. They've actually been, you know, they've significantly seen an uptick from where they were earlier on in the year. Um, They're creating a lot of offense against teams like the Rangers, against teams like Edmonton, uh, against teams like Seattle. These are good teams that they are doing stuff against. Defensively, they're still an absolute wreck. They're giving up chances. They're bleeding goals. Um, Morazic has somewhat stood in his head a little bit of late. So I think that's kind of also been conducive to why we're getting this five and a half total because the scores have not looked as bad as they could have been. Um, But they're playing some significantly high event games. Obviously, we're seeing this shot for shooting percentage kind of regress a little bit for Vancouver as expected, but this is still a team with elite scoring talent, um, pretty elite power play. And I think that uh, they should have no problem taking advantage of some of the chances they get in this game. And I think we should, you know, they're 
Chicago's due for some positive regression. So I don't think this number should be a five and a half. I think we should see a six. So if I'm getting a five and a half at minus 120 or better, I will uh, I will take the over here. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, I, I feel like we don't need to, like, be as concerned about this five and a half because if the Canucks take about 20, 25 shots, they're going to score on six of them, like, based on the percentages. Take 10 shots, season. no? 10 shots <laughs> yeah, should be enough. Like, yeah, they should be fine. They should be fine. It's like these guys are shooting free throws out there. They're like yeah. 90, 90, 90. That's what these guys' stat line is for this season. So, uh, so good. Go. Uh, <laughs> so good Kuzmenko goes over to Calgary and he starts putting pucks in the net and the Flames don't know what to make of it. Like, I, yeah, I they're like, you what the do hell that. is this? Who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you could do that. You could just score a goal every other shot that you take? Oh, yeah. oh okay. All right. So you got the boost yeah, the, from Vancouver. The added upside here, um, Jordan mentioned in the chat. I guess I, I forgot to mention it. Uh, Mrazek has started like five, or, five in a row or something like that, four or five in a row, which he typically doesn't have long stretches like that. Why would you're Chicago. Why do you need to? You don't need to work one guy into the ground. Um, I do think we could very likely get Soderblom in net tonight, so that would be a, a big plus. But regardless, I'd still like the over here. If Soderblom's right, well, in, it's a Soder bomb for Alex Murray. Yeah, Soder big bomb <laughs> banger. <laughs> Let's take a look over at um, one of Moretto's uh, other thirty teams, because obviously we ruled out. Vegas and we've ruled out the Leafs so there's the other ones remaining here and one of those would be the Nashville Predators I think they're higher up on the list uh the Preds are hosting the Devils here tonight coming in at minus 123 the Devils on the road plus 115 a total of six and a half right now Mr. Russell how is it that you're approaching this game tonight I'm approaching it by betting on Alex's Nashville Predators um, at kind of anything under minus 130. There's a there's a rogue what minus 123 out there. Yeah, that's that's still in the mix. Yeah. That looks good to me against the Devils team. That like congrats on the win. You know, last night. By the way, right, like home game last night, going on the road game. You know, back to back. Not all back to backs are created equal when it comes to sort of from a negative standpoint, but going from New Jersey to Nashville certainly is a relatively significant back to back. Might be one of the you know largest travel discrepancies we'll see when it comes to a back to back game. Um, and a and a Devils team, you know, we're gonna get in like a obviously goaltending always suspect when it comes to the Devils. I haven't seen anything with regards to the Predators. Maybe you guys have about Soros not playing in this game and like why this number would kind of have have shrunk. To down to where it is because I think there was some movement downwards from I think it was like minus 135 minus 140 uh you know upon the open last uh last night which of course was a soft open because not every book necessarily had it because the devils were playing uh but the point is here just because you know the devils have Jack Hughes back doesn't necessarily mean all is well obviously they lost those first two games with him back finally getting a dub uh, yesterday uh, I think you know tough spot for them predators you know Listen, I can I can turn it over to Alex as he always likes to tell us, uh, you know, the greatness that is the uh, Nashville Predators. Um, but yeah, give me give me the Predators at, at what I think is honestly a too short of a number here for them to be the favorite tonight. Yeah, we do grab the minus one twenty three. It is uh, the uh, anything under minus one thirty is pretty widely available there. Again, yeah. if you don't have a sports book that has that, make sure to sign up over at betstamp.app/edgework. But uh, definitely widely available under the minus one thirty. We're gonna grab that minus one twenty three. Uh, Moretto, I don't know. Why don't you talk to us about your Preds here? Yeah, um, you mentioned like why maybe the, the Preds yep. take down a Soros not expected to play or something. Um, I, I think it's just the market doesn't value Soros as a good goaltender, a great goaltender anymore, like what he once was, because he's really struggled. I think that's basically all it is. Um, I would expect Soros to start tonight just based on like kind of how they've had their rotation and how much they're willing to play him. Uh, it's only started a few games in a row. They have no back-to-backs coming up. Um, they're well rested as a group yeah, yeah i see no reason why Soros wouldn't play tonight uh but yeah i think the market just isn't like super super high on him just because he hasn't quite shown the levels he has in years past honestly i was i was really leaning towards the over in this game i wasn't sure i was gonna end up betting it but like since we've been on um under is taking even more money and now we're getting plus money at penny on the over six and a half and uh zach uh, put me in for it i'm i'm good with the over here uh this is i don't think this is you gotta change your name today man yeah Look at that undertaker. Undertaker. um <laughs> yeah. i'll make up for it i'll make up for it on our next game don't worry um like the devils are playing insanely high event hockey they i, I these totals have to be at six and a half i know the you know one nothing game against carolina and then last night was lower scoring but like these are not 
low event games. Um, their offense obviously takes up with Hughes back. Defense still dealing with a ton of injuries, giving up a ton of chances. Their goaltending is absolutely brutal. Uh, Vanacek sucks. Schmid sucks. Um, Nico Dawes is the only guy with a little bit of a pulse. He started last night, so he won't start tonight. Um, again, Saros hasn't been playing very good. Nashville offensively has been generating a ton. I think in the last month, they're like top three or top four offensive team in the NHL. Obviously, the chance, the issue with Nashville is always kind of chance conversion. Uh, they need to generate a lot to score goals. That's always been a problem for them. I think it's just because they lack sort of the high end talent up front, but that should be less of an issue against a team that cannot buy a save. Um, you know, you have kind of contrasting styles here, a team that needs 50 shots to score four goals and a team that, you know, gives up 50 shots and gives up 12 goals a game in, in the devils. I think that this works in Nashville's favor here where they're not going to need to, you know, I mean, or they're at least going to be rewarded a bit more for the offense that they create here. Um, don't think the Devils will struggle to generate much either, just the way they are with Hughes back in the lineup offensively. So, yeah, this this should be a very high event game, and I don't see a reason why Soros versus Schmid or Soros versus Vanishek should um, should be enough to deny us those chances turning into goals. So, give me uh, give me the over here at plus money. All right, well, there you go. Uh, almost didn't have that one, but it gets within range and we give it out. So kind of like a little bonus bet there added in. We do have one more bet for tonight. And Moretta, we'll go back to you uh, for this one. We're going to be looking at the Red Wings Edmonton Oilers game here tonight. Edmonton minus 218. The, uh, the Red, uh, Red Wings coming in, excuse me, at plus 195. And a total right now of six and a half. What are your thoughts on this game, the total aside? And do you have a bet? Yeah, I'm... Uh... Got some conflicting feelings about these two teams because Oilers unders have talked about them quite a bit, bet them quite a bit, given them out quite a bit on the show. They've uh, they've been a gift. They've absolutely been a gift for us. And at the same time, I think I might go broke betting Red Wings unders because <laughs> I keep doing it and um, they're not getting home nearly as much as I think they should be. So something has to give here. Either these Oilers unders keep cashing or the Red Wings just keep finding ways to to score goals despite generating nothing. But uh, I just don't know how you can't love these Detroit unders, especially at like plus money, six and a half here. It's just insane to me. Um, they're a very distant last place in expected goals for five on five in the last month. They have like point, a whole point four percent, a whole point four, sorry, goals um, fewer than second last. They are the worst offense in 2024 by a fairly wide margin. They just do not generate anything. It's a miracle. They're not averaging two goals a game over that span. And we know about the Oilers and what they can do defensively, um, their ability to just completely dominate play and give up very little. I think that that's going to uh, should continue here against a team that struggles to get anything going at five on five or have any sort of, you know, um, advantage in the balance of play. I just think that they're really going to struggle to get anything going here. And Skinner's obviously been great offensively the Oilers have come down to earth a little bit uh from like those insane underlying numbers they had for a while they're definitely sort of ticking down a little bit here so this just shouts under to me getting plus money significant plus money at six and a half is insane um honestly I would take this six and a half uh, maybe like this is wrong but you know the whole like oh I disagree this much with the market but like I would go six and a half minus 110 here I think I would still bet it uh so to get this price is is pretty wild to me. I was not expecting that. And um, yeah, I think this is this is definitely my favorite total of the day. So when the Red Wings score six goals on like 13 shots and they're like off seven shin pads, I, just just bury me. Just bury me under Joe Louis Arena. <laughs> listening <laughs> listening to those stats and their inept their scoring ineptitude, you can see why somebody would bust out a gritty after getting a fourth goal. For your yeah, team in the you game, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it's like an act like you've been there before situation. And if you've just never been there, then yeah, I guess you slap yeah. shot into the open net and you hit him with the gritty if you've never been there before. So, yeah, uh, probably a good bet there since the Red Wings are so excited about getting uh, getting goals because they're so few and far between. Okay. Well, there you go. The under six and a half. Moretto, all 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 show everyone in the chats. We want unders. We want unders. Moretto's yeah. flipping we double birds, goals. taking slap we shots and empty netters, and he's betting overs. Yeah, and then he comes over defend. the top at the very end. Defend the the Undertaker is back. <laughs> there you go. How do I the Undertaker is back. Can I change right. my subheader mid uh, show to defend the twine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the can. little the little I, three I dots you above your face at the bottom. You gotta yeah. use that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, there's one question here because that's the end of the bets that we have for tonight's games. Uh, but there's a question in the chat. Charles is asking with hurdle on the IR, are the sharks worst record plus 150 a good bet? And then just ask us there, double down. Would you guys be able to discuss that worst record plus 150? I don't do this stuff. I, whenever I'm looking at these markets, I'm just looking for things that seem to, uh, not make sense and grab some of those numbers. Reno, Matt, I don't know if you guys have an opinion on where this price I is just, at. I just like that uh, that uh, that Zach acted as if somebody just offered him MDMA at a, at a, con- at a concert. Or something. <laughs> I, don't I don't do this I stuff. I don't do that stuff. I don't <laughs> do that. I don't do this stuff. Um, ugh, no. Guys, mm, sorry, I got to draw the line somewhere. I, 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 honestly, I, I have nothing. I, uh, I am on um, the Blackhawks to have the worst record. So I hope that the sharks don't get home. Uh, obviously hurdle right. is a significant, you know, the hurdle? losing him is significant here, uh, considering what they have offensively. Okay. They did get Couture back recently. I don't know. I think that the sharks are like, they're just, they're still pretty even, even without hurdle. Um, I don't know what the, I don't even know what the standings are right now. Like how many points do they have to make up? I know I can't give you like a proper answer off the top of my head. Uh, right Blackhawks are even... two points below the sharks. So with an, with an extra game played as well. So the Blackhawks have a bit of a head start here. They'll be getting Bedard back at one point. Um, I'm not sure how long hurdles even out for honestly, just like fully off the top of my head, the plus plus one fifty doesn't sound bad. That sounds like a decent price, especially if you're going to get Bedard back. But like me personally, I am on the Blackhawks plus money in this market. So I hope that, uh, I hope they get home. So Charles, I hope that uh, the Sharks do not finish with the worst record. I hope the Habs actually finish with the worst record, and maybe we can get a uh, better draft pick. That's that's my hope. You're way more into drinking 20 beers, getting blackout, blackout drunk, and wandering into traffic than you are touching the, touching the MBMA in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I don't right. do that well, stuff. I don't do that stuff. I don't, I don't do that stuff. Look, I, look, trust me, I don't do that stuff. My mother uh, raised um, me not to do that stuff. Okay? Yeah. All right. Well, that, that'll do it for today's show. That'll do it for today's bets. Thank you to everyone who stuck with us all the way through to the very end here. Uh, we do have a bunch. So to recap all of these, and again, if you do want to see them, you can head over to the bet stamp app in the find better section as Edgework HQ. But nonetheless, we'll still recap them here to close out this show. So we will first and foremost start here in Toronto tonight where the uh, St. Louis Blues, so we are putting our money on them, money line plus 170, a full unit there. The Anaheim Ducks plus money at plus 102, money line against the Montreal Canadiens plus 102. Washington Capitals money line plus 154 against the Avalanche there, full unit again. The Lightning Bruins under six plus 103, another full unit. Columbus Blue Jackets plus 164 money line against the Ottawa Senators. That would be a half unit in that game. Then continuing on a few more, uh, we have the Devils Preds over six and a half plus 102. Another full unit. The Preds money line minus 123 full unit as well. And then last two plays are both full units as well. I realize I've said it for every single one other than one play. So probably should have just clarified <laughs> that off the top. Uh, the Canucks Blackhawks over five and a half minus 119. And finally, the Red Wings Oilers under six and a half plus 110. Those are all of our bets for today. Thanks Blues to everyone now who one, in here. Blues now plus 187. Money coming in on the Leafs. Has, has Riley been exonerated? Um, his, uh, his, in, his hearing was changed to virtual because apparently uh, New York can't deal with a little bit of snow. This is like yeah. waiting so, for the OJ verdict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see Riley and uh, and Shanahan driving down the fo- the 401 in a glove white Bronco later today. <laughs> the glove didn't fit. The glove didn't fit. Riley plays tonight. <laughs> Leafs, Leafs money coming in. Minus 211. People are into it. Oh God! Just I'll just I'll be waiting oh, and waiting and waiting and getting on Blues best. Oh, predictions. predictions! You want to go predictions here? Yeah. Matt, we'll start with you. Oh, I don't want to go first. I want no, to go you go. <laughs> you want to go last? All right, Moreto. Then yeah. you go first. Prediction: suspension. Uh, I predict that no matter what the suspension is, Leafs Twitter loses their shit for no reason collectively. I mean, that's not a prediction. That's just yeah. Life. That's a statement of fact. I'll say five games. I think I'll say five games. We'll say five games. Um, I'll go five as well. I think Moretto's right. 
And for 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 the record, finally as well, I'm fine with five games if that's what the precedent is going to be set at. This is five. The next one needs to be five, or the others the other incidents need to be weighted evenly according yeah. to if it's if it's a three it's a three you can't chintz out and give it a one if this is a five i'm fine with a five and i think that's probably where i'm at uh also i figured out why leafs money is coming in ryan reeves confirmed in the lineup there you go that mm. is tipping things in favor of the leafs that makes sense uh matt what's your <laughs> prediction for the suspension by the way if you're ever on the side of ryan reeves just in general i think you're probably <laughs> on the wrong track um in life uh okay so i already get credit for if it's a five game suspension because within seconds of it happening i wrote into the edgework uh chat that uh riley was just added himself a little five game suspension right so you know that's forever on record everybody else and your five game guesses after me um welcome aboard but i already get credit for it for the content i'm gonna guess nine I think oh gets, god i would love it i would love it for the context i, I think they're gonna it. price it like they want to do 10 but they're like i want oh, 14 man give me 14. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like when something's 9.99 it's like it's really 10 but like we're gonna go nine because there are so few games left in the regular season uh for yeah my 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 guess is nine but uh that's only because i've already stamped five as the uh, as the first bid on saturday if nine games is what's announced content the, the, the reaction i will have will act like i don't know you subscribe to the channel subscribe <laughs> to the channel like that's what i gotta say that's the reaction i'll have at nine that. games you're gonna want to see show but zach's finally got uh, the thing figured out yeah <laughs> thanks everyone who tuned in here today we do appreciate it matt alex thank you guys very much for doing this as always thanks for sticking it through the uh, fire alarm I apologize to everyone. Um, no kings, we'll not no be doing the show from here. Yeah, no, no kings. No not today. Kings. <laughs> we'll not be doing the show from here tomorrow or rest of the week if this is going to be the case and continuing. So apologies to everyone. But again, thanks for sticking through. We do appreciate it. If you haven't already, hit that like button. Subscribe here to the channel. First watch along coming up Thursday night. Thanks, everyone, for the support here. Matt, Alex, thanks for taking the time to do this. Look forward to seeing everyone back here tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time for more uh, picks and previews. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.